Josh Podcast. Say hello to the people who care. Nothing's better than friends. The Nosh Podcast. Because you know that your friends are always there. Welcome back to the Nosh Podcast. Let's be friends. I'm Sarah. I'm Natasha. And I'm Chelsea. And we are really looking forward to hearing your friendship stories. We have so many and we're interviewing people, as you know, but we can't have everyone on the podcast. And that's why we want you to send us your interesting, exciting, fun, sad, any kind of friendship stories that you have. You can tell us about your best friend. Just do a quick shout out. um, Tell us a cool story about how you met someone in a weird way, a friend breakup that you want to gossip to us about, uh, and we'll read all this on the podcast on a future episode. Uh, you can email us at the podcast at gmail.com, or you can send us a DM at the Nosh podcast on Instagram or Twitter. And yeah, we'll read them on the show. And we're super excited about uh, this section of our pod. How are you guys? It's 2021. January 3rd. I've been calling it 2020 fun. That's a great (laughs) thing to call it. (laughs) It really like shapes it and gives it a focus. Yeah. Fun. This year is about fun. Fun, fun. Only about fun. We're just only doing fun things. 2020 fun. I will not speak then because I don't have anything fun. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just tired. Uh, I overate all the foods that are bad for me. And I feel like this weekend they really felt bad for me mm-hmm. in the past. They just felt like, oh, like, haha, like I feel really bloated and tired after I eat bread, cheese, dairy. But <laughs> now it feels like, Oh, I feel physically ill and maybe I'll throw up, but I didn't, but you know, that's where I'm at. (laughs) Super fun. 2020 fun. 2020 fun. Uh, Well, well, I had a birthday. Yes. Speaking of 2020 fun. I'm 32 now. Woo! Sarah exited the 30 fun year. (laughs) 30 fun was so fun. (laughs) Um, yeah. Now I'm 30. Two. Woo. Woo. 32 is my favorite number. So this is a birthday that I've been really looking forward to for a long time. Wait, what is that? Like, why is it your favorite number? I don't have any favorite numbers. So I'm curious why people make these. I arbitrary don't know. Okay. I think that the number chose me. I think okay. it's been my favorite number since I can remember. I never was like, hmm, which one should be my favorite? I just was like, 32 is my favorite number. And then that's just how I felt my entire life. Okay. And so now I have one year minus two days to enjoy being 32. And how then it'll be birth- over. How was your birthday? Forever. Um, <laughs> my birthday was good. It was actually, I realized the first birthday party that I've actually thrown for myself it was huge there were like nine thousand people there because <laughs> I always end up going to someone else's party. new year's party for yeah. new year's and it's usually a lot of people who are not I'm not friends with uh some who I am friends with but it's not about me my 30th birthday party I literally made myself a cake brought it to someone else's house 
and made everyone sing to me. <laughs> that is so sad. So it was really was fun. It was a good cake. I remember that cake. Was it a good cake? Oh, it was like really intense. It was, it was like really very, intense. very chocolate. Yeah. yeah. But you know, sometimes you do have to just make your own birthday. Like you have to just be clear about like what you want. And if, yeah, I mean, you have such a tricky birth date, like there's a lot of other things happening around it. So yeah. you have to be like, you know what? It's my fucking birthday. I'm bringing a cake or I'm having a party and we're doing this and uh, yeah. I have to be really like strong and clear about it. Yeah. No one really like wants to make me the center of attention on new year's Eve. I feel like, and also it, it's, yeah. I think everyone like has things that they want to do on New Year's. And I, and so I'm competing a lot. I have to make, if I'm going to have a, a New Year's birthday party, you know, I have a lot of parties to compete with to make people want to come. But this year I didn't have anyone to compete with because nothing was happening because we were in a pandemic. Just yourself. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, and it was really great. I was there. Yeah, so I was there with Chelsea and our friend Joss, Chelsea's friend Joss. She's my friend now too. Totally. And Chelsea made me an amazing, she made me the the dessert that I always had as a child, which was, I didn't like cake as a child. So I'd always have pudding dirt or whatever dirt, like <laughs> with like worm, like gummy worms on it. And she made me that. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of like a combo. It, had, it was like the pudding thing on top of a cake. Mm-hmm. And the cake part wasn't that good. I'm sorry. I tried. It's okay. I'm not a big cake fan anyway. So it would have had to been really, really good for me to really, really like it. But I enjoyed the pudding and the Oreos. It was fun. I love Oreos. And we had a really amazing hot tub. Mm -hmm. Spent a lot of time in the hot tub. Mm -hmm. I just always want to be in a hot tub for my whole life. Yeah, it's pretty great. And then we had a dance party. So I feel like overall it was like a pretty good way to like say goodbye to a horrible year and bring in 2020 fun 2020 fun (laughs) (laughs) and it's the beginning of the year do you guys have any like friendship intentions or like friendship hopes and dreams (laughs) well I can tell you that one of my friends wanted to do vision boarding over zoom and I said hell no Hmm. and then I felt kind of bad I was like that's depressing (laughs) like I feel bad that I'm like not in a space where I can really do vision boarding over zoom, but it just felt like it was going to just be so hard. Is it yeah. the, zoo, the zoom part or the vision board part that you didn't want? You know, I don't like love vision boarding because actually it's so confining. I think you're always confined to like the pile of magazines that you have. And it's like national geographic readers digest, <laughs> like YM, And you're like, none of this is my next year. Like I don't see myself in any of these things, but I have to like cut them out. Um, so I don't, I don't really like it that much anyway, but then, yeah, when you add zoom, which is the devil, it's just like sucking our spirit away minute by minute. And That's then like, right now, right now, <laughs> right now, um, just a dementor, like slowly, like, um, Natasha you, doesn't yeah. understand that reference. Oh, it's I, I, no, I do because I know, I know things. I know things. <laughs> so I guess, yeah, I, I if on a friendship level, I feel a little bit like I started the year off on a bad foot because I said no. And it's like, maybe should be more of like a year of yes, but I don't, I can't, I, it's gotta be a year of no when it comes to zoom vision boarding. I think Not, vision boarding fine. is 
strange to do after a year where everything went not the way we envisioned and oh like- Sarah said something really funny actually <laughs> I have my vision board right here because I was showing it to my parents my vision board from 2020 oh it says on it it says you can't plan love <laughs> and Sarah goes you should have put you can plan love <laughs> and like you would have found love but then it also says 2020 your strongest year yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah That's it really feels funny. like weird to try to I I normally do write some type of like new year's resolutions or or re- reflections and then like intentions really and I just I couldn't do it this year either it just feels like a weird time to do it we're like sort of just in the middle of things there's like so much uncertainty still and I feel like very just tired <laughs> feel like it's like not like I don't feel like I'm in that that mindset either yeah I feel like 2020 fun um is (laughs) my my intention for the new year is to not feel so personally responsible for every person's happiness Mm -hmm. in my life so maybe I'll lose some friendships. <laughs> not sure. <laughs> really going to try to be more self-centered. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that'll really happen too much. But hopefully in my work, that's mainly where I was focusing. Yeah. I feel like my friendships, I'm mostly let people do their own thing. And I'm just there to support. But I don't really do that in work. So that's my yeah. intention for the year. I don't know what my intention, my friendship intentions are. I guess it would be cool. It would be cool. I guess my real intention, I would like to like make more guy friends or like get closer with guys that I actually know. I feel like I really don't. That's something that we always talk about. And I feel like I do. Ever since we like had that episode, I keep thinking of guys who I am friends with. And then I like feel really bad that I like don't (laughs) think of them as like good friends or I just was like, yeah, I don't have any guy friends. <laughs> and what about me? <laughs> so I don't know. Just feeling like more comfortable in those friendships. You could call up the Chris's or David. They're all our friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel confident calling David my friend. I don't yeah. know if I feel <laughs> the Chris's are not, not my friend, but like it's not we don't call each other. All right. I think anyway. it's time to bring in our guest. I'm very excited to have her. She's one of my, she's my oldest friend. Um, yeah. She's, she's really she's, old. She's, she's like 87. <laughs> <laughs> We've been friends for the longest part of my life and hers. Uh, please welcome my good friend, Mary. Hello, hello, hello everybody. <laughs> Thank you for listening to us like ramble on and on. Oh, but, like, great. <laughs> I like hearing about people's feelings about the new year and birthdays and stuff. How do you feel about the new year? Oh, Oh, I just feel like birthdays and new years are forced like society celebrations that sometimes (laughs) come at a bad time for us now. I like, uh, I like restarting things like turning a new page. So I do like the new year for like, okay, now I'm going to be healthy. Like I'm same as Natasha, (laughs) been binge eating cookies for all of December now I'm going to start making sure I'm exercising and everything. Mary, you have f- favorite numbers. What are oh, your I favorite do. numbers? Yes. Um, my lucky number is 13 because I was told it was an unlucky number. So I was like, let's flip that. 
Um, and I had it for basketball, the team when I was younger that I won. So I was like 13. Yeah. 13th year. It's a, you know, Disney channel movie and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I remember that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then 24 is my birthday. So I feel like I always like that. So I actually like the numbers one, two, three, four. Um, and my, that's wife- my address. Oh, I was going to say that. And then I was like, I didn't know if we wanted to say your address, but I guess <laughs> we didn't say you. the street. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Wow. You're like, yep, that's it. Uh, easy to find. It's hard to lose. Yeah. I, I have some numbers that I like. Um, and sometimes I like setting dates and intentions around numbers, but you know, it's not everyone's jam. I love, no, I like times. I see one, two, three, four a lot on the, on the, <laughs> the clock I like times <laughs> I like to make a wish in 11 11 if you mm-hmm. kiss the 11 11 and then you kiss your knee or whatever you do yeah for a while we were doing neck. like all the times we were doing like 11 12 <laughs> 10 10 just anything that looked remotely something to sell to do something around you we would yeah just, yeah we would text each 7 27 11 44 yeah no, but 2020 fun. I think I'm, I'm about that. 2020 fun. If we can all have more fun this year than last year, it'll be a good year. Yeah. Definitely. It's going to be hard. hard to have fun. <laughs> everyone's like, everyone's like, I don't know if I can do it right now. <laughs> it's winter. I think we'll feel better when it's spring and summer and more people are vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Uh, but I'm definitely going to try to be more regular with my friendship connections because we all connect via Zoom and calling more or less these days. Um, so I'm going to be like, okay, I haven't talked to Natasha in two weeks. That's more than usual. I'm going to be mm-hmm. the one to call. So I'm going to try to be more up on that. Yeah, that's the hard thing. I I was just talking to my parents this morning. My mom was like, do you talk to your friends on Zoom? And I was like, no, like, <laughs> Zoom is like for work, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, you hop on Zoom and you're just like, uh, it's a workspace. Again. Yeah. Oh, I got on, I had like a birthday Zoom hang with my college friends. And we just couldn't even figure out like how to talk to each other. <laughs> like we were just sitting there, and then like someone would just like say something, and then everyone would just laugh, and then we'd all just be like, "We don't know like how to do this, <laughs> how to hang out via digital." Were you drinking at the same time? No, so we were like, all just know. like, "No." <laughs> we didn't you were say just, you were like um didn't you say there was going to be like a craft or something or yeah I had cut my original intention was to do like a jackbox or mm-hmm. like a chat and draw like last time we hung out we all were just chatting and drawing <laughs> but this good time, name for that thing chat and draw. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but this time I didn't uh plan anything and we were kind of like well should we do an activity but I don't know it was just some people had things to catch us up on and you know like Annie had just moved to Portland so we had like a little catching up for that but outside I don't know we just all kept also being like are we still friends (laughs) like we're gonna need (laughs) we made everyone like send feedback after like are we Do you still feel like we're friends? It's like touch base, do a debrief. Was the Zoom successful? Yes or no? Rate your friendship feelings before and after Zoom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Well, we really are so excited to have you here, Mary. And um, we love to start off our episodes with hearing about your origin story and your first impressions of each other. So when did you guys, you and Natasha meet? Um, I'm pretty certain that we met in eighth grade 
Um, and I believe that Natasha was in my PE class, which was a treasure trove for me to make friends with because we're not in desks and sitting down and writing and paying attention. We're playing sports, which is my forte. Um, so and does forte. Sports yeah. for fun. Sporte, yes. I do do sports for fun. I enjoy do sports it. for fun. Yes. Um, so of course I was able to hone in on like the tallest girl in our PE class very quickly. Which was that is true. I feel like that doesn't ever come up that I'm tall. That's <laughs> quite tall. How tall are you? I'm 5'10". Yes. That's a tall, that's a tall woman. How, a let's tall say woman. our heights. How, how tall is everyone? Five, four and a half. Nice. I never think of you that like that way, but I'm exactly five, four and a half. Yeah. You never think personalities really make up for their height. They could be below average, but have an above average personality. So you're just like, no, they're like five, seven, whatever. Wait, you never think of Chelsea as five, four and a half. I'm a lot small, shorter than you. Uh, Yeah. That's five and a half inches. That's a lot. (laughs) And I'm five, two and a half. Oh, wow, Sarah. Are you really? (laughs) I might be 5'3 now, but (laughs) typically I say that I'm like 5'2. But I think probably 5'3 in shoes, you know. Since I like went to the chiropractor, I got a little taller, I think. (laughs) Wait, when you hang out with us, Natasha, are you like, I'm a giant? Towering, I don't towering think about above, it. No. Towering above them? Well, no. Now I feel like I will think about it. <laughs> You'll be like, wow, I know you're how so... tall you are. And yeah, wow. I think in my mind, everyone is like, is 5'7". I'm just like, yeah, everyone's 5'7". Wow, then, if I was 5'7". I would I be actually, a person. I, I am 5'7". <laughs> <laughs> you um, are, Mary? Yes. Oh, I grew up, I grew up really tall. Like I was a very tall, younger kid. And mm-hmm. then I stopped growing middle school, high school. So like Natasha was passing me as I was slowly realizing that, oh, I wasn't going to get any taller kind of thing. That's actually, I feel like a really big part of your identity, Mary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think, I think that how you are as a child, you think that you grow out of it, but it does impact your kind of like vision of yourself in school, at least to a certain yeah. degree. So yeah, I was definitely super tall. And then boys caught up but they caught up too late for me to care about them yeah. <laughs> when boys, boys started, caught up and then you passed boys yeah and on to girls <laughs> when Basically. when boys uh started getting taller than me I was upset I was like yeah. this is not okay you can't <laughs> be taller than me now and I was I was very mad about it and I still yeah. am honestly wait so <laughs> like, you felt great about being tall I feel like that's sort of an I mean I not to pass a judgment I'm being tall but you know what I mean like I feel like I've heard of like kids just feeling weird that they're like the tallest person, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but you both kind of liked it. I think you get attention from adults in a positive way. Um, You're more noticeable. People assume that you're older because a lot of people can't gauge the age of kids. And so they just say, oh, they're this tall. They must be this year's old, which is totally 25. (laughs) I know a 13 year old who's six, three. It's very weird, you know? Um, So I think that, both for athletics, it was a big positive. Um, and uh, I don't know, I just tended to get tall friends. Like Natasha can attribute that our friend group of four of us from high school are all above average height. Like <laughs> Yona, who's been on the pod, is also like five seven around my height. And then Allie is like almost, I think she's five nine, five. She's close to Natasha's height, but Natasha I is the tallest. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if she's five nine. I <laughs> only really focus on this because when other people meet us as a group, they're like, wow, you guys are all so tall. Kind of <laughs> That's kind <laughs> of funny. funny. My fascinating models. I feel like that is like my best friend from high school is also like my same height. Like Mm -hmm. we're both like pretty short, but 
we don't think of ourselves as short. <laughs> well, it's funny that you say like as a kid when you were tall, because I actually, believe it or not, was also the tall kid for nice. like when I was like really young. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I feel like I do have that sort of ingrained in my, like I never feel like I'm the short one because like I always had friends who were shorter than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then- like, you like look people dead in the eye and you're like it's okay <laughs> don't worry I don't think of you any different it really doesn't matter but for some reason our society likes to make it matter or kids just like to notice anything you know yeah but that is fascinating that you sort of just gravitated towards the other tall mm-hmm. girl mm-hmm. and then well, I think I just noticed Natasha like you're in a locker room, you're playing sports. I think that she's a kind presence in most spaces that she enters. And so she's a gentle I, giant. Yeah. <laughs> Can you uh, describe yeah. Natasha playing sports for us? <laughs> um, I, need to do that. <laughs> I think no, no. Natasha has skill. I think I we probably played basketball and volleyball, which are the main sports that you can benefit from being taller at. Um, and Natasha's never um uncoordinated but I don't think that you were super aggressive in any sports capacity um but that was fine because I could like pass ball and then get ball back and then do what I needed to do with <laughs> the resource of Natasha you know I was a good tool for you to really advance <laughs> yourself on the, the court ladder, you yeah. were like the Scotty Pippen to <laughs> yeah. like, Michael Jordan <laughs> to, to Mary's totally. Michael Jordan no, yeah. I, I literally don't remember um that many times Natasha and I played sports in that PE class I just remember being anxious because I think we changed classes after winter break um and my birthday's in February and I was having a birthday party and Natasha and I weren't that close but I liked her I thought she was really nice um so I was like I'm gonna invite her to my birthday party and so I think I gave her that invitation in the locker room or like just pass it on during PE and I was nervous about it because when you have a new friend you're like is it gonna work um but it worked she came to my birthday party and we've been friends ever since then yeah and that's a big part of our story our our story is that Mary invited me to her birthday party <laughs> in February and my birthday is in March and I didn't invite her <gasps> Wait yeah. you didn't invite her why <laughs> I think you had a smaller I, thing Yeah <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> what it was but I feel like my mom has always been like more I don't know she's not like I feel like Persians, they're not super giving sometimes. <laughs> so like, I feel like she would have been like, just invite the people that you really know. And it <laughs> and it might have also been like this. I think it was this kind of weird transition moment mm-hmm. for me that I had a group of friends in you know elementary school. And then some of them went to my same middle school. And then my best friend from elementary school. Her name was Nikki Afsharian, <laughs> putting her on blast. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> she used to go to my middle school and then she like moved to Beverly Hills. And so she transferred schools. And I, I don't know this for a fact, but I can just imagine myself like not really knowing what to do, like st- being caught between new friends mm-hmm. and like old friends. Um, but I'm very grateful that Mary invited me to her miniature <laughs> golf. Uh, yeah, it was glow in the dark mini golf. Yeah, glow in the dark mini golf. Iconic. Oh yeah. my god, I would die to play glow in the dark mini golf right now. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it next birthday party. Um, and I really won that against your mom because we were pretty good friends. I would say by the end of eighth grade, um, yeah. and that helped us transition into 
carpooling in high school, which I yes. think was the best thing for our friendship because it, we got to have like a lot of downtime to like debrief after school yeah. um, and talk about classes and boys and stuff. And Natasha, I attribute to have my like entire high school success because I was in the wrong pod. Our high school had <laughs> dolphins. And so we had pods for our freshman class. Um, and I went to do computers because I was like, I'll just get my computer credit out of the way. Um, but that that was the wrong choice because everyone cool chose art or drama yeah. um and Natasha was in the drama pod uh and I was like okay I'll switch it she was like my English teacher is so cool and everything's interesting and I was like okay I'll switch and I switched in and the rest is history yeah <laughs> isn't it so time. funny to imagine us in ninth grade being like my English teacher is so cool like you have to be <laughs> in my class well you were like there's rugs on the ground and lamps in her room and you were shocked and it was very revolutionary at the time oh, but she was yeah. like fluorescent lights aren't good for you kids let's turn them off and yeah she wow really so oh. true yeah, shout out to awesome. the talks yeah, yeah literally I I transferred into Natasha's English class like uh two or three weeks into the quarter and was really welcomed and did well in my grades and I was shocked and it was nice I didn't even know you could do that like, I know that's yeah, honestly awesome. it's crazy that that happened I don't know how I manipulated my <laughs> counselor into caring about this little freshman it was like, I'm <laughs> that is wow. so you Mary <laughs> yeah no literally a lot of my life has been a uh, luck of the like you know where I'm getting into and what I'm doing when you have like no you don't know what to major in you don't know what job to do and then you happen to fall into the right thing but I don't feel like that's luck though because you like really fought for your place in that in English class it sounds like <laughs> I, you were I, really convincing yeah I must have like talked my way into it but if I had to, hadn't had Natasha to tell me that there's like a better like something like like I like the kids in my class or we do interesting things and then drama is not scary. I think I was scared to learn lines and be on a stage, but Natasha has been a friend of mine who's always been like, you're a natural performer. Like you can do these things. And it's great to have those people because otherwise you think of yourself as your younger self, like, oh, I just do sports or, oh, I'm just the artsy one. Friends, I think can really bring out other strengths in you. And yeah, Natasha is a good one for that. Yeah. Actually, before we started, uh, Chelsea was like, I think of Mary as such a creative person. Does she do creative things? And I was like, well, she actually doesn't. But yes, I'm, a, I'm a stifled artist in a lot of ways. No, yeah. I think you uh, have a lot of capacity for creativity that mm -hmm. you don't really like mm -hmm. think of as your thing, but mm -hmm. I think it actually is your thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, thanks. Yeah. It makes you very special. I think it's, I think we need to value in our society, creative thinkers. I think we value the end product like, oh, you're a painter. Or, this is my friend who makes jewelry. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, they have to be then passionate enough about a craft or a product. Um, and you mm -hmm. can just be a creative person, you know, and have a creative way of looking at the world. Yeah. That is so That's true. Definitely. And then also, <laughs> I think we can really alienate people from like nurturing their own creative thinking by saying like, cause people could then say, I'm not a painter. I'm not an artist. So, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. don't give me that value. I don't, I'm not a musician, but you know, you can have a lot of talents yeah. around music. And, yeah. 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 Um, so really the high school forcing us into pods of picking up one thing that we do well was a really terrible <laughs> hunger games level thing. <laughs> Choose your destiny. Are you art? Are you drama? Are you media production? You know? Wow. That's like, Sorry. Yeah, they just want to get exposure to kids. Really, we should have a different artistic uh, class. Like art should be valued in high school, and you do it all of them over the course of your four years. But education's a little bit behind and underfunded. So. But that's so cool. I mean, my school didn't have anything like that. Like we didn't mm. have 
There was yeah. no like choose computers or the, it was just do like the classes. <laughs> like, well, I was lucky. I like also did a ceramics class like oh, early okay. in high school. I know <laughs> it's because I like didn't take a language right away. And I don't know, I just messed with the system. Um, so I got to be in a ceramics class with all these older kids, which was really cool. I think Natasha was there the time that I like had a, a small bowl that rolled off of the edge of where my lockers were and shattered. And it was so sad. <laughs> so yeah, tragic. Um, I wish but, I had yeah. taken that class. Oh no, yeah. Ceramics I really was, regret it. was great. You and can then, still. Yeah, you I know. Let's take a it would have been class. cool. Yeah, I, 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 that's my. I would love to do that. I was <laughs> twenty twenty. I was like, oh, that'd be cool to do a ceramics class. And yeah, I, was like, no, I think everyone should uh, make pots and then get plants to put in the pots and then be happy <laughs> like, for a long time. <laughs> um, well, I can say my first impression of Mary. Oh yeah, I think I. I can't be certain, but I just have this impression that because we met in like the PE context, I feel like. It's like Mary is, and this is not untrue at all. Mary is so charismatic and she's like the leader of the <laughs> act. Like you're, I think you were always so like friendly. And I feel like I felt like you had a lot of friends mm. and I was like entering into like your world. Like I said, <laughs> I had those friends from ele- elementary school um, and then I didn't have them anymore. So I feel mm. like getting to know you and you, mm-hmm. we would like eat lunch on the quad mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. And, the, and that specific area of grass and there were all these people mm-hmm. um and actually like some people that I went to elementary school with also like mm-hmm. befriended you too which mm-hmm. now that I think about it that's Just kind see. of weird random right I, don't yeah, know. I think that I remember the middle school friendship groups not being as like really set in stone so some days we would see people and some days we wouldn't but I was always like really picking you know ragtags like not not like picking I wasn't this leader that was like choosing my clan or anything like that but I was like trying to maintain ties with a lot of different people and trying to be like oh you you're welcome to come hang out by us if you don't have a place to hang out because that is a thing that I think it's really easy to feel isolated um and like you don't have a group so to be welcomed into a group is really important and I also had already broken with my elementary school friends early in middle school so I was like well they're boy obsessed and kind of shitty so I'm gonna be friends with any other pretty much girls there weren't that many boys I think at that time in our group, how many friends with any girls who seem smart and caring and wanting to talk and hang out. Um, But I do have the specific memory of um, ripping my pants in middle school, like tearing your like (laughs) denim jeans in the like crotch region. So I had to wear PE shorts one time. And I just remember I was like, thank goodness I have so many friends around me so that everyone can see that I'm wearing PE shorts at lunch kind of thing. It was like the most embarrassing thing. Ever do awful. Like, why is Mary wearing her PE shorts? That's the loser outfit. You know, like yeah. <laughs> I just remembered too. I forgot about this, but I like started. Well, not I wasn't dating um, in high. I had a boyfriend in high school. Oops, mm-hmm. that I brag. <laughs> that I be befri- befriended that, early. Yeah, yeah. I befriended in middle school, mm-hmm. and he used to date. Mary's friend in elementary school because they went to the same elementary school and her name was Emma Stickle and that was like (laughs) Mary's ultimate like the most evil person (laughs) Um, and this girl did she did not go to our high school our our 
our middle oh, school. Oh, she though. didn't go to our middle school. Yeah, you're but right. She she did for like a year or something because mm-hmm. I I met her. Like I I know who she is. I feel like I have this very vague memory of her. Like maybe going to our middle school like for one year a little bit yeah Yeah. there was some connection but what was we always compared you to her because you both liked David and so we were like oh Natasha's kind of similar to Emma Stickle but I was like no 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 she's like way nicer (laughs) Emma was my friend in second grade who like scratched up my arms because we played cat games and was a very abusive friend I got like a yellow slip which was like a really bad thing to get in elementary school because of our toxic friendship (laughs) it was very strange to have like uh, a good close friend of mine be dating this boy in elementary school and then again uh, in middle school it was like and then I don't know what David thought about me as a person at all pretty much this whole time but it's fine I think he thought you were fine I don't know I don't think anyone had like a strong opinion of you they probably thought you were like such a tomboy Mm -hmm. yeah that would make sense yeah, but I just totally forgot about that whole thing. And I think people thought that Emma and I looked similarly, but I was taller. Yeah, it was just like, a, we, oh, a we just both had brown hair. Olive skin. Yeah, it was, like, yeah, it was just like hair and skin tone. <laughs> They're like, they're so similar. David has a type. Like, he <laughs> likes brown haired girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we it called you deep. the tall Emma Stickle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's so interesting to me how like so many like female friendships can like turn violent like that. Yeah. Like, I have a memory of like putting like a plastic bag over like a friend's bed. <laughs> That's really bad. That's yeah. really scary. That's very dangerous. Or like we talked about how my friend like grabbed like my throat and I said I had a very sensitive Adam's apple. Oh yeah. Wow. <laughs> I think that um when girls can get close like when you feel close enough to be physical with a friend like that's so much more accepted in like a boy world of like rough and tough and like we're just horsing around kind of things but you have to feel pretty close to someone to like be touching them in a playful way Mm -hmm, yeah yeah she was just like yeah like I'm a cat and I was just like holy shit (laughs) she was a good actress and then she went on to star (laughs) oh cats cats I loved I loved cats actually she was Mr. Mistopheles (laughs) I also feel like girls when girls kind of play rough maybe like because we don't have as much practice especially if we like didn't do sports Mm -hmm then it like comes out at a weird time in a weird way that's like unexpected and it's like doesn't feel the same as like oh we're just like wrestling mm-hmm. around it's like all of a sudden you just like I fucking grab my you hard. <laughs> <laughs> suddenly I was very violent very yeah. quickly all of a sudden you're putting a plastic bag over my head like really weird well I think it could also be because of the like stigma <laughs> like you're just gonna suddenly do it because if you think too much about it you're gonna undermine your choice about it yeah I just think that uh, women in our society are taught to really think about their actions and boys are allowed to act on impulse more often. But I think that Natasha can attest to that. I'm like, was any, I am a pretty impulsive person. So I can be a turnoff to some people in friend making if they are like, whoa, you're a little too chaotic of an energy. Um, but us no, everyone just- loves you, Mary. <laughs> Mary's everyone's favorite person. Like, they're always like Mary Hobbs and yeah. like, there's so many, I feel like if you run into someone from our middle school or high school, they will always say hi to you because they're like, oh my God, Mary Hobbs. And I feel like everyone thinks they have this like very special, unique like relationship with you. And um, you 
might not feel the same way about them, (laughs) but they're always like, oh my God, like that's so like, I just feel like I have all these memories of people saying, oh my God, that's so Mary, like uh, things like that. Whereas if I ran into someone, I'd be like, I'm going to hide behind this tree, (laughs) avoid them, but you're going to know exactly who that person is and recognize them much quicker than I will, which is true. That's true. Skills. That's why together we're a great pair. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have memories from high school or or beyond of just where you did something like really specific to your friendship? Um, oh, I can remember all the bad things I did to our friendship. Oh no! <laughs> did Tell you want us. a positive thing? Well, I think Natasha is an intentional person, and she sometimes gives me very clear instructions. And <laughs> I remember the cookies that you brought to school that you gifted to me to like hang on to not to eat like just to watch for a period of time and that was like if you gave I don't know like a bear a salmon and where there's like hold this <laughs> like it's hard <laughs> it wasn't easy to do I don't remember if you caught me having one or if I just told you but I was I, I was in the doghouse for at least a week I had disappointed Natasha and I think I, I can still feel like oh the regret I had from like disappointing one of my closest friends in high Wait, school why were you passing off your cookies for someone else to watch? I, I think she was going to PE. She couldn't fit them in her locker. There was some issue. I was the one who had to bear the cookies. And I think she knew that that was a risk. So she was like, don't eat these. And I was like, mm-hmm. Uh, all you could do is <laughs> think about try. eating them. To be fair, <laughs> Natasha should have made extra for yes, you. I was like, why does he need all of these cookies? <laughs> yeah, the, you, you didn't mention that I made them for a boy. Yeah, I'm, you made a boy them. that you hated. <laughs> yeah, a boy that I disliked. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, thought, I, I think it was that I was going to PE, and mm-hmm. I like, I was like, they'll get smelly in my locker. <laughs> Something like that, <laughs> like a PE locker. That was pretty fucked up of me. I, I. Oh, I think it was a, a, just a bad call on both of our parts. Unfortunately, I definitely understood that I made the wrong choice. I think a lot of my friendships have been. <laughs> I have to practice forgiveness, like, like with people, you know, if I'm messing up any kind of boundaries. And I think as an adult, I can see that very clearly, but kid me was just like, I'm doing myself. Hopefully people like it, you know, and that's why I'm (laughs) memorable to some. And, you know, it still made me have um, times where I had to like, you know, do a little bit of soul searching on like why I'm doing these actions and stuff. But what was good is that Natasha and I, never had any kind of pain or relationship fallout that lasted a long time. Like we always kind of resolved things and got to an okay ground. I mean, if the worst I did was eat a cookie, like that's obviously, you know, some people have their boyfriends stolen from them and then are like, you know, I hate women for a long time or something. So we didn't have anything traumatic like that. Um, But I just remember a lot of fun times putting on the senior show was a really big highlight. I think in our friend group, in our friendship, because Mm -hmm. we both collaborated in a creative way together. Yeah. Um, and got to make something that we wanted real and that was really fun yeah it was was a senior show yeah so every year the senior class that did drama (laughs) was um able to put on like two one-act plays um and it was like a really, it was a really big deal. Um, they were really good. We had seen other seniors do like Star Wars in 30 minutes and like Men in Tights and like these really great shows. Yeah, it was iconic. Um, so when we got to our senior year, I did a lot of 
I think I've mentioned this before, but we, we, we did these festival uh, competitions and I directed scenes and I got, was really good at it. I was really into it. It was like my thing mm -hmm. um, in high school. And so I really wanted to direct um, a senior show. And it was this whole thing where you would like, like people would pitch their ideas and then they would get voted on like which shows they wanted to put, we wanted to put on that year. Um, and I, I did all my directing with my like partner, uh, Sue, <laughs> um, and we were, I miss her so much. She's the yeah. best person. You guys um, were a good pair of like cutting script, giving actors notes, everything. Yeah. 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 And she was like, really like very direct. And I feel like I was very like warm and we had this nice like play in good play going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, what we, we ended up pitching James and the Giant Peach. Um, and then, and we were up against some good competition though. Some other girls wanted to do like Moulin Rouge, which was highly Whoa. popular at the time. Yeah. And so they were like, how are you going to do a peach? And I was like, how are you going to do them singing on an elephant? You know, like we had to have like a mini gonna... war battle about what was doable on our stage kind of thing. Yeah. But we ended up doing, so we got James and the Giant Peach and then the, the counterpart to that was Edward Scissorhands. Um, and it was really good. Honestly. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, but Mary was really big into like helping with building like set pieces and mm -hmm. Um, she would like use power tools picture like cutting yeah. wood. Um, but we needed to construct this peach. Mm -hmm. So Mary and I like drove along. Um, we went to school in the Palisades. We were driving down to Mescal Canyon mm -hmm. and um, we saw these like huge branches from trees that had mm -hmm. been cut down. Mm -hmm. So we pulled over and we were in Mary's like tiny little white Toyota Corolla. Yeah. Toyota Corolla. <laughs> and we got, we got one of these like huge branches and we mm -hmm. put it in her car. It's and like we drove out it, the window. Like, it was like just sticking out the car. Yeah. We drove it back to school. And then one of the, the girls, when her dad like mm -hmm. helped us create these um concentric circles mm -hmm. so they were like a small circle and then it got bigger and bigger and then smaller and smaller and then we like created like a uh peachy fabric yeah like we you got sewed fabric. that fabric at home too I remember you like took it home and I was like how is she gonna do it but then you <laughs> did it you like magic did it was crazy yeah I had a sewing machine so I like sewed these slits or something that the the um wire would like fit into so that it would fit around this peach and it was like a like an accordion like those lanterns that are circular yeah, you know that they amazing. collapse yeah and then we like jerry-rigged it so that it would like like the branch was like sticking out of like a fake like as if there were a tree on uh -huh. the stage mm -hmm. and there was a pulley and there like a string and then mm -hmm. when the peach like grew we like put like dry ice so that there's like smoke <gasps> and then uh, we like pulled it up so that it like expanded Slowly and it was expanded. so cool <laughs> honestly yeah I was really Amazing. proud of it yeah it yeah, was like no. I think that not often do you get that much like control and be able to create, but that was something that like you and I and everyone who was involved in the show, like really brainstormed and worked and pulled off. And it was like very astounding and fun. Yeah. I miss nice. that.
Sounds yeah. amazing. That's amazing. I just am <laughs> sitting here going like, why are you not like a stage manager or like a set designer or like <laughs> it, it was definitely a lot of work and a lot of fun. And I think that if anything, it like bonded like the drama um department at our school I think has some of the kids that like stay friends the longest after like you can be on a sports team with someone or you can do I don't know mathletes or I did mock trial and, and journalism and other stuff that like has you working closely with other people but like when you do drama and you do shows with people I think it just was like a very fun way to find people who connect about musicals or connect about, you know, performance. And then those bonds really stick. And so I was happy that to be part of that um, and to have friends from that and still people that I follow who do go to NYU and become things and still do theater. Um, and it's fun to watch them and know them, even if that's not our track right now. We have the DVD, so we'll let you guys watch it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I yes. have it at home so we can see a filmed, very far back filmed version of our James and the Giant Peach. We need yes. to somehow show that if possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we can do that. And then I think Natasha might have the one where I'm an Oompa Loompa um, and you're um, Veruca Salt's dad yeah. and Charlie that and the Chocolate weird. Factory, which was that's both weird. hilarious roles for both of us. You being like... A, an overweight British father and me being an orange, you know. I was an Oompa Loompa once. Oh, nice. Whoa. For Halloween or just for? No, in a play in oh, Charlie nice. and the Chunks Factory. <laughs> Yay. Oh my gosh, Sarah, we have this in common. I was never an Oompa Loompa, but I think I live near the guy who played all of the Oompa Loompas in the Johnny Depp version because I see him at my Vons all the time. Oh, really? Wow. That's, That's crazy. crazy. That's interesting. Yeah. Jars yeah. is a- just like us. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, to, to wrap this part up, I feel like what you what we were talking about earlier in the episode about like applying like a label of like artist or, you know, something to a person and then the opposite of that, like I'm not an artist. I feel like my parents um, were very and still are very much like the arts are not a way to make money and you'll mm-hmm. never make a living if you do and that. And they were right. <laughs> Anyone is they, out there listening. They, they were, I guess so. But like that really imprinted on me. So I mm-hmm. feel like you're saying like, why aren't you like d- building sets and like on Broadway right now? And I feel like that really had a big uh, impact on me. And I, I do think about that like a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Maybe, yeah. maybe I should do that. Like maybe that was what I really wanted to do, but I've like pushed it, pushed it back so far in my mind that yeah. it like doesn't even seem like a <laughs> talent I have anymore. You know, I honestly um, think that you should. I mean, you're great at what you do now, but have side hustles, have side performances. Or- I think also <laughs> we forget that like we have a very rich performance life usually mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> outside of the pandemic I mean all of you yeah. guys have an outlet for <laughs> some of that I think Natasha's always pushed me to find an outlet and um in college I did Rocky Horror Picture Show and that was like the perfect amount of light rehearsal fun stage work kind of stuff and I I think I enjoy that way more than if I had majored in drama or in theater and then had to like make it my life and only mm-hmm. focus on that um, not that that doesn't have value, it totally does, but you just have to have so much drive for just that one passion. Um, and even when we were putting on the senior show in high school, I was still on the lacrosse team. And I remember I had to miss things for lacrosse to do the senior show, but I was like, no, I'm going to do this show. Like sports matter, but I have to like, I have to help my best friend with this important show, you know? 
It's interesting. I think like on the same continuum of what we've been talking about, there's nothing wrong with like doing arts related things as a hobby. Like there has been this sort of weird thing, uh, this bill of goods sold to us. That's like, you have to either like commit your life fully to like be a real artist or, you know, do something. But it's like, you can, like, I just think like my aunt is like a full-time special ed teacher, but like, she's a stage manager for a theater company and she like puts on plays all the time. And like, that's a huge part of her life, but like, she doesn't make any money doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, that's okay. (laughs) Um, I don't, I don't know if it's this like capitalist American Mm -hmm. (laughs) sort of framework of like, if you do something, you have to do it. Like a like all of your time and like a Mm -hmm. thousand percent it's like Mm -hmm. we we can just sort of like do things for fun and also still be kind of good at them and have them like shape who we are yeah yeah Yeah, I think it's good to find a track of like I'm doing this thing just for me like I'll still like you know write a short story idea down it's for me and I'm not gonna like give it to the world but it's fun to just get it down or whatever or I remember in college Natasha like took a poetry class that she really liked it wasn't gonna like help her achieve necessarily her major or her goals outside of Berkeley but it was like a really self-gratifying artistic thing to do yeah Yeah. I just feel like as an adult like sometimes it's easy to get caught up in like you know our job or whatever like is the main thing like takes precedent and our hobbies sort of like fall can fall to the wayside or if you don't have an outlet for the hobby like mm-hmm. I loved doing theater when I was a kid uh and I had a community theater and it was my friend's mom was the owner and the director of it and I was like constantly in plays but once that shut down I didn't have like an outlet for doing theater in the same way and I feel like I haven't ever had that again I mean we do improv but that's not the same really mm-hmm. and I was like, like putting just, together a production like what yeah. to work together with people and envision something and build it and yeah and everyone who's it. part of that theater I mean it was a lot it was children's theater but they also like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory for example was like adults and I was a new Bloomba because I was a child <laughs> and um <laughs> and uh but yeah like my mom would do it and like there were tons of adults who did it that it wasn't their job but they did it like seriously and we had like good sets and we had good costumes and good music like someone like wrote original music like yeah thinking about it now I'm like wow that's kind of I mean that's a big commitment that these Mm -hmm. people had (laughs) this this theater that they were participating in for fun but I feel like we don't yeah humans want to create like human humans want to create yeah I feel like I'm going to force my kids to do theater and then I'll. <laughs> They're going to rebel and be athletes. Yeah. <laughs> you can be both guys. I am proof that you can do multiple things. So how did your guys' friendship evolve like after high school? And, and I know that, you know, in high school, you were also part of a group of friends, which we talked a lot about with Fiona. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. want to talk anything about that. Um, uh, I will say dynamic. that like I was ha- really lucky that both Fiona and Natasha went to college relatively close to me. They were in the Bay Area and I was in Santa Cruz just south of the Bay Area because um, my friend Allison that went to school on the East Coast, I didn't I only got to see her college experience like one time when I went. I did a, a year of UCDC, so I got to go see her and a few people on the East Coast, which was cool. Um, but it was just kind of like a snapshot versus I saw Natasha probably 
every year you were at Berkeley more than once, at least in the co-ops that you were in and during throughout the year or either around our birthdays or around spring break or whatever we could figure out. So I think that really helped our relationship because if I only had gotten to see the people I only got to see or maintain friendships with over winter break, going home to LA, I think those friendships were harder to keep as close. Yeah. But you also like, we're, we're still close to Allie. Oh yeah. I think that, uh, I was close to Allie. Um, I would say even more so after college because sometimes people's college life it's just like so much social and romantic and classes and stuff like you still have friends but you really focus on the people that you're around that's why I feel so bad for college students now that are just on calls and are trying to connect but it's not the same like um I think well I grew up an only child so every like people have always been something I loved and gravitated towards so thank goodness I didn't go to a small private school for high school or for college you know I went to big schools where there was a lot of people to connect with um and I made friends quickly but I think Natasha and I fostered our friendship in kind of supporting our each other through I would say love and romance and navigating the adult worlds a little bit more Mm -hmm. like working our first jobs that were really meaningful and figuring out what we were going to do and where we spent our time and stuff like that. So, and it wasn't always easy and it was sometimes messy um, because she went abroad and a lot of my friends went abroad for at least a period of time too. Um, so we got to always catch up, like kind of like you said with your friends, like catch up uh, however you can, you know, is it a Zoom call to see if you're still good or whatever it is. But I, don't, I think our friendship continued to evolve because we were able to maintain the like intimacy we had in high school into college and beyond. Yeah. And and uh, after college, Mary also was in L.A. for a mm-hmm. bit, too. And that was really helpful um, mm-hmm. in that transition before basically before I found the west side but like during also (laughs) um I can't remember when exactly you were around but um, yeah it was it was really helpful for that transition yeah I was definitely home when you were first home feeling the first like oh I miss everything about college and the people that mattered to me and I'm just with my parents and then I was home like right as you transitioned from leaving your parents' house to your own place and finding improv and finding the friends. Like I pretty much was, I think I was around or I'd come back to town after you and Sarah had become friends um, and then got to meet Chelsea and the whole gang and everybody and continue to meet people as you guys collect them, which is always nice. Yeah. Didn't we go to Robin together? Uh, Yes, I think we did. Uh, Robin shows are just great. (laughs) Natasha and I have danced Robin so much and it's very important. Robin bonds. (laughs) But I think also like going out to bars for the first time in LA or like your birthday and my birthday aren't that far off. And same with our friend Fiona, like we're all 21 around the same time. So we got to like start trying our local bars that we've always passed as kids. And like, that was really fun. And, you know, definitely growing up and great. I miss bars. I want to go to a bar and then I want to go into a glow in the dark <laughs> mini golf mini golf place. And then I want to go see Robin. Um, all no, the same night. we should open our own glow in the dark mini mini like golf mini bar. Mini bar, mini well, bar golf. Yes. Plays Robin all the time. Yes. Yes, yes. This is my dream. <laughs> yes. This is my dream I never knew I had. And we oh. could call it dancing on my glow. <gasps> oh. <laughs> 
because glow in the dark yeah (laughs) that took you too long I was thinking call call your girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) those are all really good okay (laughs) going to bars that you always passed it I feel like that's like a unique experience of growing up in a city because I never mm-hmm. like passed any bars <laughs> when I was growing up in Orange County. And in oh. New York, we, I got a fake, I, I mean, we all had fake IDs right mm. away. So <laughs> turning 21 was nice, but it didn't really matter for you guys. Well, we always saw these really grungy and funny named bars in LA. They'd be next to like a Blockbuster or like, it would be like the Kitty Cat Lounge or whatever, you know, like there were little small hole in the wall bars um, near Natasha and I, oh, and that's the fifth thing is that we regionally had a lot of proximity, uh, like everyone that I was close with luckily lived within close driving distance. We weren't like, you know, LA is pretty big. We weren't miles apart. Didn't have to go to the Valley to see each other that much. Um, so the that valley. was nice for, <laughs> that was nice for ours. <laughs> Things that you guys don't do anymore. <laughs> I have a question. Are all of your group friends in your group only children? No. Okay. Just you guys? Uh, Fiona, uh, Mary, and I are. Wow. Allie is not. We actually have a, a, a three versus one rule uh, <laughs> where three of us are similar in one way and mm-hmm. one of us is not. <laughs> so, in like various capacities? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So only children, three of us are only children. One of us are not. Three of us wear glasses. One mm-hmm. of us doesn't. That's Mary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also didn't have braces and you all had braces. <laughs> <laughs> three, three of us. Well, actually, that's the only way that doesn't work. Two of mm. us have divorced parents and two of us don't. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's still time. Just yeah, like, that's true. That's true. <laughs> not, not wrong. I'm not sure that that will happen. Um, <laughs> We're pulling for it. <laughs> it would be cool. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we've always... What else? Three of us went to school in California. One of us mm-hmm. didn't. I think there's like a lot of food things like three of us. Oh, yeah. Like, like mushrooms or, you know, there's different food ones. Not Natasha. I know that one. Yeah, no, Natasha does not like it. So we always do like who was on the outs kind of thing, which is a horrible thing to do. <laughs> no, that's cute, though. I, I love those little like friend specific details that like yeah. only you have yeah but none of us have sisters like ali who does have a brother has um you know female male bonded you know brother sister compatibility there but like i think of natasha and fiona and ali as my sisters because i don't have them but they've been fr- they've been in my life for so long i could tell them anything if i needed a kidney you know like they're, we're there I for each other yeah thank you one <laughs> so kidney. nice yeah, just one. <laughs> I, I mean, that makes sense. Both. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will give so you all can... my organs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take them. Harvest I would give them. you my face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you see this friendship going? Mm, good question. Where do we want to take it, Natasha? <laughs> I just want to keep it going for as yeah. long as possible. Yeah. No, I think I see us like, I think we joke about, but it's becoming more and more real. Like, Oh, I'm going to be an aunt to your kids. You know, I'm going to be, uh, you know, you're all godmothers to my dog, you know, that kind of thing, which is really fun. And Barry also Natasha's dog is the light of my life. I love him so much. (laughs) Um, and it's, I think that I see us continuing to 
enjoy each other's lives from afar and in person whenever we can. Like it sucks this year that we haven't been able to get together. We try to have at least one goddess weekend or, you know, swimming woman, like let's go enjoy it. Um, Wait, what? That's not a thing that everyone knows. That was like a big friendship thing. Oh yes. We we should tell them about swimming woman. Um, (laughs) Natasha, was it, or was it originally Portland? No, it was originally Seattle, right? Was that the first swimming woman? Yeah, we just uh, called it that because we were like, it's the opposite of burning man, swimming woman. Uh, Mm -hmm. But we, like Ali, the only friend of this group that hasn't been on the pod yet, she lived in Seattle. So we all visited her one summer and we went swimming like every day. And we were like, this is so fun. We should do this every year and make sure that we always go swimming whenever we're together. Yeah. Um, So that's where... Swimming woman was born. That's awesome. (laughs) And we might get matching tattoos. Oh yeah, that would be. I would. would, That's the only tattoo that I would get. (gasps) My dream is to get matching tattoos with my friends, but we can never. Ah. One time I was like, let's just get like a dot. (laughs) I couldn't think of anything. (laughs) What would you guys get? Single dot. That's one. A swimming woman. Oh, I think we would. Uh, yeah, we would get like a different okay. symbolic representation of water and our friendship. And a woman. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cool. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That's awesome. So I definitely, well, I see us being friends for a long time <laughs> for the rest of our lives, hopefully. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll have you on the pod again in 20 years and see how it's going. <laughs> yeah. Sounds we'll good. have you on the Blee Blorg. We can connect over our well, brain I'll be, a, I'll be a hologram and I will talk about eating more of Natasha's cookies that she doesn't want me to eat. So it'll be good. <laughs> if we still have stomachs. Yeah. <laughs> I would sure. love to not have a stomach. That would be great. <laughs> or to be able to turn it on and off as you will. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, you can find us at the Nash podcast on uh, Instagram or Twitter. You can also email us at the Nash podcast at gmail.com. Uh, words of praise, wisdom, friendship stories, anything like that. And if you like what you hear, we would love for you to leave a review on the podcast app. Uh, and if you leave us a review, we'll read it aloud if it's nice. Uh, but otherwise, thanks again for listening and see you guys in the group chat. You can always count on me and I can count on you. Good times, bad times in between. But friends will see me through. Say hello to your friends. The Nosh Podcast. Say hello to the people who care. Nothing's better than friends. The Nosh Podcast.